now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the week one recap, week two preview of the Butter and Bacon Sportstacular Fantasy Football League. I am your commissioner, Dean, as always, joined by Co-Commish. You got promoted this year, Paul. I don't know if I ever called you Co-Commish. Uh, ah. You're Co-Commish this year. Uh, you're All right. Paulie NJ. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. I, I will be looking forward to the 50% increase in my fees. Yes, we will also demand 50% more of your time. Wow, that sounds good. <laughs> Well, the demand on your time right now is let's take a look back at week one because we have been talking mm. about this league for a little while. We got through a what I thought was actually a pretty fun draft recording. The draft was um, fun. Had, had a lot of fun doing that. And now it's all real. And all those great plans we had laid uh, to dominate the league all go up in smoke in one week. And I don't think anyone's plans went up worse than Totally Radical Islam, who oh. got... I don't know. We, in my old league, we used to call this a woodshed. It's definitely uh, a skunking. He got nearly got lapped twice. Yes, he got lapped a lot. <laughs> um, and you know, as I look at the 167 to 64 beatdown he got from Scott's Cavadela Tequila, uh, it couldn't have gone worse. I mean, first of all, he runs into Philip Rivers and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And for his own team, Doug Baldwin never got off the bench with his knee injury, and his defense oh. went negative. Yeah, and 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 Doug. Ball, I mean, I was watching that game a little bit. I I kept seeing, well, Doug Baldwin might return. No, 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 he's not. <laughs> yeah, he went out pretty early and did not return. And and the crazy thing here is for Scott's Cava del Tequila, he he could have done better. Even I'm looking at his bench right now. Thompson with 25, Cobb with 35. That team's looking pretty strong and pretty deep. Uh, not all uh, bad news for Radical Islam. Uh, Dalvin Cook did survive his first game back from injury and <laughs> put up a 15.5. But uh, I, I don't really have much else I can add to this one. Uh, a thorough beatdown in week one. Yeah, yeah. It, there's there's really not much to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Game two. Much closer. Both outstanding performances. Project Badass with a 0. Oh. 0.8 victory. Over Scott's Cruisers, zero point eight. This this was this was something. It's funny because literally Scott's Cruisers would have won if Matt Stafford had not thrown the fourth interception. <laughs> <laughs> Four interceptions. That's rough. Oh, oh and it, it's. I mean, Monday night. I mean, literally, it was the last game. Unbelievable. Yeah, against the Jets, yeah. no less, too. Yes. And, and I can say that as a Jets fan. <laughs> yes. That well, was a... it wasn't the last game in the NFL. It was the last is the last player in the last game for this particular matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that's just an unexpected outcome. Stafford putting up a, a mere 11 points. And the badass overcoming a negative six-point differential for the Saints defense. I mean, he would have been better off not having a defense. Yes. Unfortunately, you get commished for that. That's illegal. You have to put out a full lineup. <laughs> you um, get commished. Yeah, his defense got outscored by 22, 16 to negative six. <laughs> <laughs> but what, when your lineup starts off Mahomes 33, Gordon 30, mm. and Julio 30, you got a nice start to your week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is one of those games where you, know, you, you wonder – if you should have a different format, I mean, for, for the cruisers to put up the 142.7 and take a loss, it's just bad luck. Um, but we don't have he a He doesn't have format. a strong fantasy defense. Yes, he needs he needs to <laughs> ramp up his, uh, his scoring uh, deflectors or something. Cause that's, right. That's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, 
nearly as tough, but not, not quite as high profile and high scoring, is the Campbell Shamble getting a week one victory over your Knights of Run. Yeah, overcoming a 37-point output by Drew Brees, which actually kind of mirrors the game we were just talking about. Uh, the Saints scoring 40 and losing. Yeah, that's a rough one. The uh, the, the, the Saints did the run. They Although, did. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, what, basically a 40% of your points. I'm looking down your roster. A lot of single digits up there. Some guys I think you were banking on that didn't step up as well as you had hoped. Yeah, I mean, the biggest one for me, and, you know, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but, you know, Kareem Hunt, I mean, really, uh, I'm shocked that he only scored 4.9 points. Um, really, I feel like if he wasn't involved in the passing game, he wasn't involved uh, with only 49 yards. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's 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 the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, what also hurt was um, uh, Calvin Benjamin apparently decided to, I don't know, Stay out of bounds the whole game against Baltimore. <laughs> well, I think he, I and, he and Charles Clay must have been hanging out together <laughs> since Clay put right. up zero and Benjamin had two. Well, and the quarterback was always up looking at that beautiful Baltimore sky as he lay on his back after getting sacked. Yeah, McCoy's 3.1 not helping. Uh, no, no, <laughs> the no, shamble no. either. Nope. So, man, it's not not much not much else to say. But uh, kudos to fourth host Nick. Yes, yes. Uh, another player who did not score was Mr. Marquise Goodwin, but that didn't matter as Make It Pink still gave me the beatdown, 153 to 124. Yeah, he actually, he kind of had Doug Baldwin syndrome. Uh, he he got injured early, um, and he attempted, I guess, to come back right before the half, but uh, he's got a thigh bruise, so he might not even play in week two, which we'll get to again in a bit. But, um, yeah, I, I think for you, your, your biggest drawback was kind of, you know, again, underperformance by Matt Ryan. I mean, he didn't even have a touchdown. Yeah, 11, 11 points from a starting quarterback in this league is not going to hold up in most matchups, and it certainly didn't here. And when you could say the arguably the second greatest tight end in the league was Kelsey. One reception, six yards, that's it. And it's that same Kansas City that, that put a really beating on the Chargers, so yeah, he, he must have shopping. been the decoy all game. But the guy I told you to draft, <laughs> he came yes. through, <laughs> he did. and he will continue to come through as long as uh, Mr. Bell continues to hold out in Pittsburgh. So I am happy yeah. with my 39 from from Connor. I'll take my 24 from Antonio Brown, and probably as long as the Steelers keep putting up yards, I will keep putting up points. So hopefully, a little better next week. Probably. All right, moving on. The Shoreline Tap Room getting uh, a little beat down by the Staggering Pigs, 130 to 103. Battle of the Draft Room buddies here, uh, the Staggering Pigs and the Shoreline Tap Room. Um, if you listen to our Sportstacular Draft special, um, they were talking about this game because it's a rematch of the Super Bowl with Tom Brady and Nick Foles. And, um, well, no offense really in the Philly Atlanta game on Thursday night. No. <laughs> That, that uh, a lot of scores. Yeah, it, it that that did affect a lot of things. Good defense, though, by the Patriots and the Eagles. But um, yeah, the, the staggering pigs coming out victorious in that week one. All right, and then moving on to the Dapper Donalds with another solid performance. I feel like they did really well last year. I honestly can't remember last year's standings, but uh, they're starting off this year the way they want to with a 138-120 victory over New York Friend Dogs. Yeah, it's tough to lose when he got um, basically double digits at every position 
And the ones that didn't are 9.2, 9.6, and 9.8. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, not counting the kicker, uh, which, you know, I feel like the kicker's good for 7 to 9 every week. That That's like a steady performer. Literally, the two scores <laughs> for these two <laughs> kickers are 7 and 9. So uh, so that's good. But, yeah, I mean, Fran Dogs, I mean, they, they had pretty good performances. It really was Morris um, with 38 yards and a fumble. Um, that that I see is kind of the difference maker, and your boy Amari. Cooper. Yeah, say Amari Cooper is uh, is his headache <laughs> this year. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, know, but uh, hopefully I for know, you, better days are ahead. I know you're upset that you didn't get him on your team. Oh, I miss him already. Yeah. Well, this is probably our biggest game of the week, uh, total points wise. The monkey. I told you I was all in on the monkey this year. You were the monkey goose egg at the tight end spot. Doesn't care. Still put it up. Puts up 179. Doesn't a matter. 179 to 163. Well played game. Unfortunate loss for the Duckburg Canucks. Yeah, I mean Donald. Um, not only had ridiculously bad luck during the draft, his computer <laughs> crashing left and right. Um, had to do auto draft. I think got a really good team. I mean, uh, it, it really 162.6, and that's with a subpar performance by Deshaun Watson. In my mind. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, you give him the typical 30 that he would get, and he wins this game. <laughs> yeah, that and, uh, you know, just the fact that he ran into, I'm looking down the monkey's lineup, quarterback yeah. 25, running back 29, 21, 27, 21, 33 yep. and a half from Manny Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Even on the Duckburg side, he probably figured he had a great outing with his defense getting 18.8. Eh, monkey yeah. matches that with 18 from the Broncos, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it just up to down. This was this was like almost like a college football game with the scoring that happened. So great matchup. Yep, great week one. And so uh, let's take a quick peek at some of the matchups for week two. And since we are recording this on Friday, I'm jumping right back in on the monkey. Monkey yeah. taking on Shoreline Taproom. <laughs> AJ Green just scored another touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, seriously. He's been scoring. He scored uh, three touchdowns on Thursday. He scored four touchdowns on Friday. He might score two or three <laughs> touchdowns on Saturday. Uh, yeah, 29.9 off of the um, Thursday game. So great start to the monkey already. Can't beat that. And then uh, going up against the tap room, who, you know, again, we just talked a little bit about that lineup. I think he's got some big performances ahead if he wants to catch up and narrow that gap. Any uh, any yeah. game that jumps out to you? I mean, to me, really the one the one interesting matchup, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to the quarterback. You know, how did the Eagles handle? Um, yes, they won, but they really didn't show up other than on defense. Um, you know, how does Nick Foles rebound? And they're playing Tampa that put up 48 points last yes. week. Um, now, admittedly, that's against a Saints defense, so it's completely different. But you know, home opener for Tampa. Um, I, I think, I think Foles will get back into form. Um, you know, I, I can't see the Super Bowl champs, um, resting on their laurels. Um, I think they all knew that they had work to do. So that's really where I see the, uh, game breaking performer for the tap room. All right. And then I want to talk about our featured game of the week. Yes. I just made that up. A feature game of the week is it's the only game on our schedule that involves two one and O teams. I can't believe this. Every other game is 1-0 versus 0-1, except for the Fran Dogs in my game, which we both lost in this one. <laughs> Let's yes. talk about the team who beat me, Make It Pink, who is a 14-point favorite over Scott's Cavadale Tequila. Yeah, and already got 9.7 from Mixon uh, for his performance last night. 84 yards. Uh, hard, 
fought 84 yards too. I mean, running right through the teeth of that Baltimore defense. But um, yeah, I, this this game really is is interesting to me. Um, I don't think Make It Pink is going to reach 130. Um, I, and I think the reason for that is I think Elliott is going to have a real hard time against the Giants defense. Giants actually looked pretty good in their loss to Jacksonville week one. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing uh, Cava Del Tequila pulling off the win um, with, with Alvin Kamara scoring possibly 90 points uh, <laughs> for New Orleans against Cleveland. Yeah, I wonder if, what Goodwin will be doing this week for San Fran, if he's going to make it back. If not, make it Pink's going to have to look to the bench. You know, uh, I think Jeffrey's still out hurt, so as of yeah. right now, I think Dotson's the only uh, receiver she can pull in and sub in there. Now, a nice start again. You mentioned Nixon 9.7. Uh, Cava Del Tequila got a zero out of their defense. Baltimore was yeah. not good last night. So no. it's, it's a good head start, um, but anytime you have Phillip Rivers, Alvin Kamara, and some of that other talent he's thrown out there, I think he's got a chance. I think so, too. All right. Well, we'll check in next week, not only on our featured game, but all the games as we give you our week two review. But until then, uh, happy footballing. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.